Describe Fear. Hello, welcome to Describe Fear in 1996. I'm your host, with you as always, is your host. We are Describe Fear in 1996, and we are here. You will pick up. Hi. The tape recorder will pick you up. Hi. I mean, there's a big thing blocking it, but sure, fine. Just talk. Just speak up. There's not a thing blocking it. Not now. You... Just speak into the talk boy, okay? Just speak into the talk boy. Okay. That's all you need to do. Okay. We'll edit it later. Fine. How? With you can the, edit a talk boy? With the tape machine. You don't know how to do that. With the tape machine. Well, I'm not going to do it. The editors will. We just record the thing. We record the show. Do you know how this we works? We don't have editors. This is radio. No, this is radio. You know how this works? We record the show. I send them the tapes. We record it on tape. I send them the tapes. They edit it. They make it into a radio program. I think or, you're just sending it to someone. Have you heard the end result? Yeah. I think you're of just course. sending it to Timothy Arthur. No. Why would I do that? We send it, we're sending it to the radio station. Okay. Fear 93.3 or whatever it's called. I don't know. Wow. They're not going to like that. Fear 93.3. We're, we're, uh, describe fear. This is a show about, uh, the movie Fear, which came out in the greatest year of film thus far, because it is this year, currently 1996. Mm-hmm. Yes. Best damn year. Da bomb year. That's for sure. I don't think people say that. Not anymore? No. Huh. Well, I'm always a little behind the times. Yeah. So I feel like maybe I've... I said that You've I'd, aged yourself. Well... In 1996. Life is strife. Today in 1996, Fear, we're doing a little different. Now, it's not that much different from the last episode in which we talked about a movie called Summer of Fear, which came out in 1996, starring Parker Lewis. Today, if you will, we're going to talk... About another 1996 film mm-hmm. of sorts. Yeah. Well, it is. It's not sorts. It is. Conspiracy of Fear. The Conspiracy of Fear, that is. Came out in 1995 in Canada, but was not available in our United States until 96, which makes it a 1996 movie, as far, and, as, I'm, as, far as I'm concerned. And South Korea. And South Korea. It did... I don't think it did anything in 95, actually. It was made, it happened, and it's a, it's, it's a movie. And we watched it, and now we're going to talk to you about it. It was amazing. Yeah. And now... Second best movie I've ever seen. Second best movie of 96. Yeah. To Fear, obviously. Right, obviously. Now, uh, describe Conspiracy of Fear. I don't even know that I can put my finger on what the exact premises like I don't know I don't know that I can explain the plot from A to B I will say it is wild and a little kooky and it just mixes a lot of different genres but I love this movie describe genres describe genre via 1996 slang please 
Whatever. Fair enough. Describe the movie. How made you feel though? In in relation to fear. Like is it now? Would you say this is a superior film to Fear? No, we no, no it's not. We already discussed that. No. Let, me, let me retract that. Hold on. Please do. In comparison to Fear, though, how's this place? Like on a scale of like, I don't know, <laughs> zero to five fears. How is Conspiracy of Fear place? I'll, I'll give it a four. Four fears out of five fears. Yeah. Huh. I'll give it four. Describe that. Which I, I think is still good. That's a good rating. But it's, it's not good. it's not fear. Fear is five. So it, it's not on par. There are some similarities between the two. They both start with running sequences. True. Um, jogging. Jogging, running. A discarded Walkman. Yep. And then a, yeah. an amazing title sequence. Yes. Yep. Good title sequence. Um... We'll make sure the tile sequence, the tile sequence will be available to see. I'll put it up on the, uh, the not Instagram that we have because it's 96. We'll put it on the cork board in the community center. You can see it there. But yeah, there's just a lot of different genres. I felt like, like the overall theme I think is supposed to be kind of action thriller. Yeah, I would say it's an action thriller. Um, but then there's like, Buddy comedy. Yes. And romance. romance. It's a romance. It's a romantic comedy. A rom-com, yeah. if you will. And then at some point, I even was getting, like, some Western vibes. Like, not that it takes place in the West, but you know how Westerns, like, there's this, there's two destitute people who are on the run mm-hmm. from a villain. Yeah. And they're, they end up in, like, you know, big, open, expansive places. And they might fall in love, they might not. But it kind of reminded me of a Western a little bit. There's a scene where they're in a... Because this takes place in Chicago. Oh, uh, yeah. Shot mostly in Canada, I believe. But, like, they did get a hold of some Chicago cop cars. The information that I found was it was mostly shot in Canada. Yeah. Like Ontario or whatever, what have you. Yeah. Whatever Canada bullshit that is. Canada. And, like, but clearly some exteriors... We're here in Chicago. Well, the skyline. Well, yeah, and then out, you know, well, at least they had some Chicago cop cars. Yeah. But, like, definitely, like, some of the alleyways, no, it looked pretty Chicago. It was, like, no, downtown Chicago, for sure. It was, like, closer to downtown area. Well, yeah. But, like, that side of, you know, the river. Yeah, they, I mean, anything that had to have a cop in the scene, I think, was shot in Chicago. You're a cop. Not sure what that means, like, Canadians think about us, but... Have you ever heard of, uh, I know it's 1986 and all, but have you ever heard of uh, defunding the police? Yes. Sweet. Yeah. I think that's a pretty old... (laughs) So, in this movie that we watched, let's talk a little bit about the similarities, I feel like, to... Our favorite film, Fear. Yeah, because I listed that's really one. Because that's what we're here... Sorry, go ahead. I listed one. That's what we're here about today. I know. Yeah. I, I, I realize that. And as a jumping off point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue on with what you've started. Oh, continuing. Yes. So, like, bear with me here. Follow with me. Be a good co-host. 
try. Mm. Okay? We're making a show. Okay? So, now, here's the thing about this show, and since you got me off track, I have no idea what I'm going to say, and that's fine. So maybe you can take over for a second. You were outlining the similarities of the two movies. Mm. I already brought up there's a running sequence in the beginning. Yeah. Um... So that's the very beginning. It's that's it. Yeah. Why do you 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 love this movie? Yeah, I do. Yeah. There's just, there's so many good little quips. There's so many good little one-liners. Like there's a lot of quick jokes here and there, and they're not necessarily throwaway jokes. Like there, some of them are actually have like a a long line that they lead. There actually is like a, a setup to it. Um, which leads me to uh, a point in the movie that I really appreciated, and I think is driving at what you're getting at, as far as the humor aspect of this film. In which Jimmy, which is, uh, I think a woman, I don't know. Yeah, her name's Leslie Hope who's or something. The, the main female. Well, Jimmy and Chris are the leads. Yeah. Which establish that Chris and Jimmy... Which could both be either woman or man's man, mames. Man's mm-hmm. mames. Fluid. Man's mames. Mm-hmm. Man's names. Right. I could just keep doing this, this for a you while. You don't have to. You can okay. keep going. So, like, they, they're, they like, running away from people, right? They're yeah. They're trying to escape from CIA, I think. Well, we don't really know. Well, There's a lot of different... The CIA is involved. They yeah. think. They're running away from this. They, yeah. I think they think, at this point, they're trying to escape the CIA. Yeah. They think the CIA is after them, or they think something... They're not really sure. Yeah. They know they're in trouble, though, mm-hmm. right? So, they're running around. People have died. Yes. You know? Which reminds me. Remind me to mention the funniest death oh, scene of the movie. I will. Later on. Not now. I know. It's in the notes. Okay. Because I wanted to know about it. Yeah. I'm going to forget about it. I know you Right after I say it. Yeah. All right. So, in this particular scene, though, they're in this hotel, a little shitty motel, whatever, blah, 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 it's fine. They've been running people, running away from people. They're tired. They're exhausted. They've known each other for maybe... A day. A day. And so, they've been been up for... They haven't slept for a while, it seems like. So, anyway, they're going. They're dirty. And he's all like... She wakes up. Jimmy wakes up. And she's like, where are my clothes? You know, mm-hmm. and Chris, Chris is over here, cool as a cucumber. Chris King, the King Chris, they call him. Yeah, well, he's like, they well, don't. they're over here. I call him that. They're over here, and she's like, well, what are they doing over there? And he's like, well, I washed them. You know, and so she's like really offended. She's like, you took my clothes off, which is fair because like a man probably shouldn't take a woman's clothes well, off she while she's passed herself. off. She did puke on herself, and he told her that they were. Yeah. She had puke on them. I need they need to be washed. You know, and so she was like very incredulously uh, says, "You took my clothes off." Yeah. And then, and he says, "A he, great little line," mm-hmm. which I think is why you like this movie. I yeah, I love this line. It's a good line. Well, I was gonna wash them with you in them, but then I figured, what the hell? <laughs> Try the hard way. And you didn't even deliver that correctly. No, the way he it delivered was it. Well, I'm not an actor. Was beautiful. I'm not an actor. It's probably the most. Incredible thing that actor has ever done well, is delivering that line. I'm not sure if I've ever said this before, but I am not an actor. Oh, we understand. Okay. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
I'm really sorry. As a Canadian say. If I didn't do this right. Yeah, you How can. would you say it? Let me see the line. Yeah, that's right here. Where is it? Uh, just the last line. Oh. Chris King. Here, I'll, I'll set you up actually here for it. No, I don't need you to set me you up. You took my clothes off? Well, I was going to wash them with you in them. But then I figured, what the hell? I'll try it the hard way. You sound like Marky Mark. Yeah, it's deadpan. And yes, I can't do anything without the Marky Mark impression. I just can't. It's ingrained in me. So maybe that's maybe that was intentional on the part of the filmmakers of this movie, this made-for-video movie. Uh-huh. Like, were they trying to have, like, a, a Mark, Marky Mark kind of vibe to the character of Chris King? The King of Chris's, they call him? When he's, when he's being cool and funny, but most of the time, this kid is, like, talking too much. He's not usually being cool or funny. No, he's talking too much and points that you're really not supposed to. And I think they got a hold of this actor and they're like, shit. Like, he's just going to talk a lot. And he does. He talks in points that, like, I don't actually think anyone is supposed to be talking. No. And then he also just has his mouth open the entire time. Like, I don't know just if like, his like a gums are... Like a mouth breather. Uh, like, just like... You can't see me over this talk boy, but, like, you can see my teeth. Yeah, I can. And there's, like, a space. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, it's like his gums are too big or something, and his lips are too little. So, like, there's yeah. nowhere for it to go. It's just... Stop that. Out there. I gotta tell you, that's just blatantly unattractive. Yeah. Don't... Don't do it again. But that's what he looks like. I don't care. If you want to continue being the coast of the show, on this radio station, whatever the fuck it's called, something like... 96. 96.5 The Fear, or whatever... Then you anyways. will not make that face again. No, not anyways. This is 1996 so, and it's a man's world. No. <laughs> You're in for it. Um, yeah, so I just, this movie has something for everyone. Um, it's funny. There's yeah, a bit of action. For me too. There's a great exploding car scene. We won't ruin it for you, but it's pretty it's, epic. To be fair, it's in the trailer. Oh, of the movie. well, go watch the trailer <laughs> in a movie theater. Honestly, the trailer, you can watch the trailer probably somewhere on some sort of website in the future. But, like, you know, the trailers tend, I, I, that, that reminds me of something real quick. I'm going to go off track here. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't go off track very much during this radio program, but today I will. The, the trailers, they give away too much. They always have the same guy talking. We all we know his voice. We all love it. Mm-hmm. The deep voice that he, he yeah. always introduces our, our movies. Yeah, the movie we, voice. The movie voice. Love him. Mm-hmm. But if he ever... I, I'm a, oh my God. If he ever went away, if he wasn't doing like the narration for our movie trailers, I don't know what I'd do. You wouldn't see movies anymore. I wouldn't see any movie. So this is the side ramble he wanted to go on, or no? Well, yeah. Well, okay. first of all, yes, the trailers were amazing. They are amazing with this movie guy. And if you were aware, I'd know what I what I do. I'd probably slip my wrist in the tub or something. Yeah. But like, first of all, they, they here's the thing though. Show all the best parts of the movie. Uh huh. I noticed when we watched the trailer to this particular film, Conspiracy of Fear, 
mm-hmm. describe con- conspiracy or fear. Right. They showed all the all the best parts, including like the like the crashing into the top of a car. Which oh, the they, longest fall ever. Which they shoot. Mm, whenever something hits something, they definitely show it two, three times. Yeah, like a double take. I like it. It's yeah. not three times. It's always two. Yeah, maybe three. Yeah, if you want to see two of the funniest, longest falls plummeting to people's death, this is the movie for you. There are really two very long falls. Yeah. But see, I think that's the point. See, now, the first fall occurs. Yeah. As Chris King loses something important to him. Yes. Which will then be his drive throughout the rest of this fine film. That fall took a long time. Now, the fall at the end also took a long time, maybe longer, but it kind of mirrors that fall at the beginning of the film. It kind of bookends the film, I think, in a kind of a tidy little manner. I don't think that was their intention. I think they were trying to pad out. Um, I think they had use of a green screen and really wanted to get their bang for their loons. I don't know. What is what is Canada money? Yeah, loonies. Loonies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're bang for their loonies, um, and that's what they did. They just padded out that movie. But regardless, it was entertaining. Um, also, who's really entertaining in this movie is Tabitha Lupian, who only a few years ago was the little girl in Look Who's Talking Now. She's probably the best actress in this movie. She's a little girl. Ah, yes. Um, She was in the beginning during the first fall. Yeah. The original fall. Ooh. As it is. No, the the fall of man, if you will. Well, one of them. Do you think this movie may be an, an allegory for, like, the creation story with Adam and Eve and all no. that. And like, all right. So Garrett Wynn Davies in this movie, he plays Straker. He is what you would call maybe the antagonist of the film. Uh-huh. Um, he's been in such films as, uh, you ever seen the show Forever Night? No. Nope. Nearby. But he was really good. He has eyes. These eyes, they'll get you. Yeah. They're like these really amazing... It's like they wanted someone that had really good eyes. Yeah. And so they're like, we just need an eye man. Good thing they're behind glasses. Do you think... They get you. Do you think you... I bet there's like actors that just like make their whole business on being eye men. Totally. They just like have good eyes. They can do a good... They can do a good... Uh, a good pensive stare. A good... Yeah. A good villainous stare. Mm-hmm. A good evil stare. Any kind of stare, really. Yeah. You know where the money is. The real money. Gotta get you a chin, man. Like a big chin? You know, distinctive chin. Like a big... It doesn't have to be big. It could also be unusually small. And then you're just like, you know, that guy with the chin. And you're like, yep. And then you always remember that movie. Fuck you. Gotta get you a chin, man. Fuck you. You know I'm embarrassed about the size of my chin chin sensitive it's well we don't call it that but i know it's narrow yeah it's pointy and too narrow and you know i don't like it why would you bring it up is it because your family is poor 
Christopher Plummer's also in the movie, if that helps. You oh, want to yeah. watch it? And that leads you to your favorite part, your favorite death, Christopher Plummer. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Best the part. Fun- this is like the funniest death I've seen in years. Yeah. Like, Since not, 1990. I don't want to give it away. But I will say this. After Christopher Plummer dies, well, after his character dies, the movie gets really funny. <laughs> like, really funny. Mm-hmm. Like, totally really funny. Like, oh my god, no. <laughs> Like, the music, oh my god. Once Christopher Plummer dies, his character dies in this movie, the movie just gets wacky. Yeah. It's amazing. Ugh. I, honestly, I'd watch this movie just to see Christopher Plummer get killed. Yeah. You should watch it almost all the way through just to see that part. But you're going to be happy you did because it's a pure gem of 96. And probably, I don't know if there's going to be that many of movies that really top it in future years. Like, future years, you got you got your work cut out for you. This is already an amazing year for film. There's been amazing movies. It's, it's going to be the best year for film ever. There's like we've, we've talked about some before. There's obviously Fear, obviously the best movie of the right. year. But we've, talk, we've mentioned Space Jam. We've mentioned there's other movies. There, 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 well, there's Summer of Fear. Summer yeah, of Fear Summer is great. Of fear. First of all, this one also. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this has been a great year for film. And it will continue to be best four. Best four. Is that a word? Mm. It is now in 1996 because... Sounds like slang. We're not things to say. Well, I think that's a great point to end on. I don't take Christopher notes. Plummer's death. I don't take notes on these shows. Yeah, I know. You're the reporter. Uh... I'm going to end with a... Uh, I do have an ending, though. Good. If I may. Good. All right? Mm-hmm. Are you wearing hairspray? It's moose. It smells like hairspray. It's moose. <clears throat> Sorry. Here's one of my favorite lines from the movie. Uh, spoken by the king of... The king of Chris's. Chris King. But at the very... It just talks. I love how this boy can talk. Mm-hmm. You actually see me jog when I'm not being chased by a bad man, a really, really bad man. Have you ever seen that? You know, when I was a kid, my father used to bring me down here, and we shoot the seagulls and fry them up in the evening later. And that was when this was a little park with a pond, and then it got bigger. But that was when Eskimos owned it. But then it got too cold, so they moved down south. The Floridian Eskimos. Floridian, excuse me. Yep, good words. Good words by Chris King. Also, there's a dance number where they are getting rained on, and they're in an alley with bums. Mm-hmm. It's really cute. They got drunk with bums. Mm-hmm. And Captain Rose was uh, Billy's, Jimmy's, what's her name? Jimmy's? Jimmy. Was Jimmy's foster father, dad. foster for the foster, more or less, right? Yeah. He was chief of police. Yes. Captain Rose. He's the captain. Wynda Merle. Twin Peaks. Oh, right on. (laughs) Good connection. Yep.
Describe fear. We've been your host on 96, The Fear. We're your hosts.